ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show, and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. This is the part where you say it's not just cool, it's not cool. Hi. God damn it, Oscar. Sorry. We are, he- we are here to talk about this past week in the WWE, which means we are talking Raw, we're talking SmackDown Live, we're talking NXT, and of course, this Sunday, Survivor Series. And the day before that, it's actually TakeOver War Games! Houston, we have a War Games. Boy. I'm Owen, and with me for the first time on this podcast, it's, it's Oscar Bernard. Hi. That's not how my name is pronounced. It's pronounced Bernard, but okay. How do I say it? Bernard. How do you say it? Bernard. I, that's not much of a difference. It's it's a difference to me. Bern, all right, Oscar Bernard. Thank you. How, how's it going? It's going pretty good. I can I'll, sense that you already regret having me on here. Oh, I, I've regretted it during the pre-show. Yeah. But I, I need to remind people that we are streaming live over at twitch.tv slash ozone online, as well as on YouTube. Just search for the pro wrestling dot cool YouTube page because we don't have a fancy URL yet. And also uh, tweet us at the heel turn or join us in one of those chats to chat with us during the show. And Oscar. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thanks, thanks for having me on. I've wanted to be on this for a while. I We do not have people on very often, but it is an emergency case because if people tuned in live for the pre-show, John is in the middle of a move and is unable to join us. And Mistaken, our other guy, is, usually, is off doing streaming whatever. He's super busy. So I decided... Fuck it, burn it down. Let's invite Oscar. Let's see how this goes. You went to your first choice replacement. If you want to believe that, you go right ahead. You go right ahead and believe that. <laughs> so, since you're here, and this is the part where we talk about video games and whatnot, I'm going to give you a small platform, a little, little tiny platform. T- tell me about WWE 2K18. It's not great. It's okay, so it's amazing, right? You love it. I do love it, but I recognize that it's not a fantastic game. But I do think it's the best one of these since 2K14. It feels okay, which is a lot better than can be said for 17. Oh um, boy, you know, I I'm having fun with it, and I haven't had any super game breaking glitches yet, except for the fact that sometimes custom arenas don't work, but. Yeah. Great. And the My Career Mode is actually gives you something to do rather than just... Yes, walk around backstage constantly. You know what? That's something. My first, my first feud on the main roster after being NXT champion was first to job to Mark Henry and uh, Big Show and Braun Strowman, and then they moved me to SmackDown, where I had a meaningless feud with Dolph Ziggler for five weeks that culminated on the Elimination Chamber pre-show. They get how wrestling works. They get how your wrestling works. I mean, that's a SmackDown thing, to to bring hot NXT stars up and kill their momentum in a Dolph Ziggler feud. No, you were on Raw first. That's Raw's problem. Yeah, but then... This is the Sami Zayn situation. 
I don't know. Then I don't know. At least Sami Zayn, when he moved to SmackDown, Did also had for no months. Bo- right. I <laughs> forgot that that was months. Yep. Ugh. It was months, and now he's now he's relevant. Yeah. Who'd have thought that? Who'd have thought? That the heel turn, baby. It's the yeah. best thing that happened to him. No one wanted him to turn heel. Yet, how great is it that he's heel? I mean, maybe they should turn Bailey heel as well. That might make her character good. Maybe they should give her a character first. Um, I mean, she has a character. Ha- she had a character. She has a character. She still has that character. The problem is, is that it was reintroduced to, is that they just kept the character going for the main roster fans who might not have necessarily watched NXT to watch all the development. It's no. what I call American Alpha Syndrome. That's not what happened. They have it at first, but then they decided to take all her uh, moral standings and just throw them in the garbage when she cheated to win the title. I mean, I don't know about you, but um, but Bailey, this is your life is riveting television. Uh, you better be sarcastic, or I'm going to fight you. I'm very sarcastic. It's thank, one of the worst. Thank God. It's it's worse than John Cena. This is your life. Hmm. Yeah, okay. It's it was worse. At least John Cena and and Mick Foley are charismatic enough and can act. Alexa Bliss and Bailey are two of the most dull people on wrestling. Uh, one of them is this, uh, Alexa this is, Bliss is, is terrible. She's amazing. I I will not let you say anything bad about Miss Bliss. Alexa Bliss has Roman Reigns booking but doesn't even look intimidating enough for it to be believable. Have you seen her her blissed off face? She's very intimidating. Alexa Bliss is the worst. She uh, and I loved no. Alexa Bliss, and then they over pushed her. Has oh, anyone no, been pushed great. as hard as Alexa Bliss? That's not named Roman Reigns. Oscar NXT. But at least Oscar NXT, you believe she was actually gonna fucking kill you. Uh, Alexa Bliss is great. I'm I'm I will hear none of this. <sighs> You are you are a bad man for for your opinions and I want that's all, I, will, I want Alexa Bliss off my TV so that I can remember why I liked Alexa Bliss and want her well, back. Also, I appreciate that I have a co-host that can constantly say Alexa Bliss and not have their uh, their Alexa go off <laughs> because that is a thing that constantly happens with John. It's, it's, it's pretty great. With that, I believe that it is time that we transition into the wrestling news. And that's the jingle. And Oscar? Hi. A bit of sad news to kick things off. Everyone's lovable loser, the chinless wonder, James Ellsworth, was released from the company today. Why? Why did they get rid of him? He was useful. Because cost-cutting. Sure, then get rid of, like, Paige or Tamina. What's Tamina doing? Tamina's awesome, and she's also a Snooka, so what are you talking about? I mean, Snooka is a real name that they want to, uh, that they want to have around for. Have you seen this company? Yeah. They're gonna bring Hulk Hogan back. Alright, um... 
Wrestling is built on the foundation of terrible people. True. Um, at least Hulk Hogan never murdered someone. That you know of. True. Mm-hmm. But it's not an accepted part of the history of Hulk Hogan uh, that yes. he's got away with murder. Though, what he did is still really bad. Hey, I'm not defending what Hogan did. And technically, he murdered Gawker. I I can support murdering Gawker. And according to America, I don't know if you're aware of it, because you're a Canadian, uh, corporations are people. <laughs> By yeah. law, they are people. <clears throat> he technically murdered Gawker. I'm not going to touch that one. You'll turn. <laughs> um... No, uh, but but no. I mean, there are plenty of other people that you can get rid of. Um, they already did. They got rid of Samurai. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They, like, got, they got rid of uh, of Baron Young. Like why they got rid of they, Emma? Okay. Why don't we get rid of? I mean, Emma was not doing much. She just had. A, it's a huge match with Asuka. What are you talking about? And that match made no sense. Why? Oh, I 100% agree with you, but still. <laughs> but, like, why do we still need... Why do... Like, if we're going to get rid of James Ellsworth, I mean... I mean, they wrote him off last week. Yeah, but they wrote him off with a lead-in for a story. No. Not really. They, 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 were, they made him super unlikable and had Carmella kick him to the curb. And when we get to our predictions, I will explain to you why it's a good thing and probably the reason why they got rid of James Ellsworth. It's a loose end that my prediction would uh, totally derail. But like, there's but like, if we're gonna cost cut, there's probably a bunch of people that aren't even on NXT TV that can probably be cost cutted first. Like, I don't want anyone to lose their job, obviously, but, um, I don't know, it just feels as though James Ellsworth was an asset to that division, to, was an asset to, um... The women's division? You know, oh, you mean the guy that, uh, won the first Women's Money in the Bank match that pissed everyone off? Yeah. Which was fantastic. Oh, but the, th no, the thing is with James Ellsworth is that he went from a guy who just came in for one squash match with Braun Strowman to being a part of WrestleMania. The gang his own t-shirt. Oh, I know. I get it. And so I... defeating the WWE champion. Three times. Three times. Like, he had a hell of a run. I, I you know, I, I'm sure he is thrilled that he got to do what he did. And, you know, he understands this. And they can always, you know, call him back. He's always on good terms with the company. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see James Ellsworth back because I do feel he's a good manager. Mm -hmm. And that guy knew how to get heat. Which is yeah. something that you can, which is not something that you can say about 90% of the heels in WWE. Well, you know, WWE has a lot of talent in NXT that they want to call up and there's spots on the main roster being filled up by people like James Ellsworth, so... But James Ellsworth wasn't really taking up a spot, though, because he was in a manager role. Yeah, he wrestled a match with Becky Lynch, come on. But that barely counts, I mean... That Bobby, match is incredible, you shut your mouth. It was a fantastic match, but, but, but like, Bobby Heenan had matches, that doesn't make Bobby Heenan... <clears throat> Excuse God me, a wrestler. You. Live podcast. Uh, 
I've been around children who have had the flu all day for the last two days, so... That's exciting. It's... Yeah. Yeah. Also, Bubba in the chat says they're keeping all the good, the good boring wrestlers and cutting all the amusing people. I mean, hey, maybe if you didn't sign, like, just a whole bunch of indie talents and then never do anything with them, maybe we could have some uh, more money excuse for... Me. Excuse me, Bobby Roode? Yeah. I really loved Bobby Roode, and then they managed to kill his momentum. He is fighting in a match with Triple H and Kurt Angle and John Cena. I get that. Um, But, like, I don't know. Look at half the cruiserweight division. Yeah, we don't don't need to talk about the cruiserweight division. That that whole thing's a mistake. Besides Drew Gulak, and we know it. I mean... It says something when Enzo Amore is one of the highlights of your division. Because when it comes to the Raw audience, and, you know, a third hour for the SmackDown audience, all it cares about is a, is a dumb, entertaining gimmick. And hey, you know what? Maybe dumb, maybe dumb entertaining gimmicks are entertaining. <laughs> well, look what they did to Jack Gallagher. They totally got rid of his... Yeah, stuff. they got rid of the thing that made Jack Gallagher the only over-cruiserweight for a while. Uh, Kiritazawa. I stand he, he by ha. what I said. He says ha, and people love it. Kiritazawa is over in the same way that Ryback was over. He has a good Don't chant. I will not let you talk bad about Kiritazawa like that, sir. Tell me I'm wrong. Because Akira has entertaining moves in the ring as well. I mean, watching Ryback kill people was great. No. The only entertaining thing he did was the uh, the stuff with the Ryback soul, where he had a weird gimmick. And, and his that- last bit, where he was just making fun of CM Punk the whole time. And and that one time he uh, was supposed to pick up uh, Mark Henry and then he fucked it up and then they did it after the match anyway. And then when he saved Kalisto's life, eh, that was a mistake. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you know who else can wrestle well? Ninety percent of the cruiserweight division, but that doesn't mean that they're over. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we. The point is. Uh, Good luck, James, out there. You get a great run, and um, hopefully we see you again. That man deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Nope. This is this is one of those hot opinions from Oscar you're going to get on this episode. <laughs> Stay tuned, folks. Our next bit of news is that, uh, do you know Jack Swagger? Remember him? <laughs> the All-American-American? Yeah. American? Yeah. Uh, have you heard the news about him? He's going to he's going to Bellator. That is true. He signed with Bellator. I mean, Which, you know, he has legit wrestling credentials. Well, yeah, he's a coll- he was a collegiate wrestler. Yeah. So this, this is great for him. I'm glad that he's getting to do that. I'm, I'm, I'll be curious to see. You know, he's in heavyweight division. I'm curious what opponents they'll stack him up with. Maybe we'll get him fighting Lashley. That could be a cool one. Oh, yeah. I mean... You could do that, or you could tune into a 2010 episode of ECW. Why, why would you do that? To see Jack Swagger versus Lashley, that long-awaited dream match. No, but that's that's like that's fake fighting. I'm talking about the real fighting. Sorry, fake fighting. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know this. Professional wrestling is uh, staged. Uh, I, did they, know th- I did not know. I did not know this. They, they they don't really punch each other. Well, at least they try not to. Well, you've rocked my world. Well, well I'm, I expected you when you came on this podcast to do your research. I am. I apologize to our audience that our that our co-host is underprepared for his job. Well, I'm just gonna have to console this with Santa Claus next time I see him in the mall. You know what? You should do that. <laughs> that heel turn. <laughs> our, our next bit of news is that a little change happened to the India tour because whoopsies, Jinder Mahal's not champion anymore. I think it's more whoopsies. There's a giant smog outbreak and people are recommended to not be in India. There's a lot of things going on in here, okay? Yeah. But the point is that instead of a two-night tour of India, they're just going to have one show in Delhi, which is going to be a super show. And Triple H is going to face Jinder Mahal. That is exactly what happened. And they announced over the weekend that Triple H is challenging Jinder Mahal to a match. And I bet you Jinder Mahal wins. That would be the best. That would be the best. I mean, it's a, number one, it's a house show, so who fucking cares about the results? And two, you know, Jinder legitimately is the most over person in that country. So why not? He's I not mean, champion anymore. Let him have this. They should televise it and do a Beast of the East type special. No. I wish they did more Beast of the East type they, specials. Well, that I agree with, because I wish Starcade was being broadcast, but the thing is, though, that if they try to televise this, we won't be able to see anything because of all the smog. Yeah. So, if if it's in a, if, if it's in a bunch of smog, does the match actually happen? <laughs> Who can say? Triple H is just going to send Bobby Roode out there to job instead, because no one will tell the difference. It- yeah, he's wearing the Triple H biker jackets. Same thing, very much. You want you want some more news? Isn't Triple H also facing someone else on one of these tours? Probably. I don't know. Oh, that he's wasn't that, a lot of people. That wasn't your other news. No, because there's only only the one match. It's a, it's a one night tour. I know, but isn't he also going to be facing, like, Roman Reigns or something on one of these shows? I have, I have no idea. Where did you hear this? It was... WWE tweeted it. Eh, it's, it's house shows. It's not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We've, we've seen Triple H fight Roman Reigns in the main event of WrestleMania 32. It was not good. No, it wasn't. That, that show was bad. It was a real bad WrestleMania. Yes! He agrees with me on something! Thank God! I brought I brought a friend over, and it was his first time watching wrestling, and he never came over again. And it was his last time. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> why would you, a first person experience? Why would you say here? Watch seven fucking hours because of the it's worst wrestle, wrestling. Because it's WrestleMania, and it's it's the most casually accessible show. And I do my party. You could have just looked at the car and said, "This is not the year." The, the card, there was some promising build. <laughs> it was the exact inverse of WrestleMania 31, which was terrible build that somehow turned out a great show versus pretty good build, actually, that turned out a real bad show. 
And also, uh, Bubba says, I bet you that Triple H is still old. And yes, yes he is. He's old, but hey, he's still, like, ripped as shit. I mean, hey, so's everyone else in the main event of Survivor Series this year. Yeah, the one young person got got pedigreed out of it. Yeah. And he cried! He just wanted to wrestle with his dad! I feel so Triple H is his dad now. I feel so bad for Jason Jordan. Triple H is his dad now, accept it. <laughs> anyway, what's the other news? This is some fucked up news. You ready for some fucked up news? Sure. Lucha Underground's getting another season. Oh, but is there's more news to that though, isn't there? I I just saw the headline and said fuck that. Uh, the guys that are part of Lucha Underground, though, no longer have exclusive contracts. I, I'm surprised they have any contracts. They should not be. They should not be associated with that, with that show anymore. I thought Lucha Underground was the darling of. Uh, of it was, like in season two. Okay. <laughs> season three happened. People were like, eh. and then the sexy star stuff happened. And went, eh. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, I I haven't been following it since season three, and John fell off of it too, and he was way into it. So I have still not seen an episode of Lucha Underground. It's fine now. It was cool then, but then it just kept being the same thing. I'd rather see those wrestlers in bigger spotlights. Yeah, bring P Prince Puma over to WWE. Bring John Morrison back. He's he's uh, he's Johnny Impact now. Yeah, I know. Candidate candidate from Canada's own Impact Wrestling. Don't 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 get me started with Anthem. I'm. I, I mean, that. Bizarro promotion moves to Bizarro Land. Yeah, but I'm still I'm still mad at. I had a whole rant during my solo episode, and also I reiterated it last week with John about how they made a bunch of friends. I no in wrestling industry lose their job. I, I don't no. need to go into it again. I'm yeah. very bitter about it. Yeah. Well, up. that was a mm -hmm. that was a more of a bummer than I had hoped that I'd expected. Sure is, and that's the that's the story of Anthem. I've got one more bit of news if you'd like. Sure. It's also, I have a delayed uh, response in the chat about. Talking about old guys being ripped. A uh, Vince McMahon is still ripped as shit. I don't think he belongs in a wrestling ring. And I disagree because you should remember the time that Kevin Owens headbutted him. That shit was awesome. What if, what if this whole thing is just a slow build to a McMahon triple threat main eventing WrestleMania? We've already had WrestleMania 2000. No, no, that was that was a McMahon in every corner. I'm talking about Vince versus Shane versus Stephanie in a in like a Thunderdome match. I'm not have Stephanie wrestle them. No, you mean? I mean, remember when Vince and Stephanie had an I Quit match? Yeah, that was the Attitude Era. It's bad. And that was the Ruthless Aggression Era. Was it? Yeah, that was '05. Oh boy, I was watching that. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Uh, nope. We don't need to talk about that. Man, you bring this place. This you bring the show to dark places, my friend. One more bit of wrestling news. 
Uh, if you were following Instagram or or any social media for that matter, uh, Paige was backstage at Raw. She was scheduled to make her return. But then stuff came out that she was going to make her return, and then the company was like, fuck it! No, she's not. Didn't that happen with Jimmy Wang Yang? What? Wasn't when? there... Wasn't, like, last year Jimmy Wang Yang backstage at something, and then it got out that he was backstage, so they nixed him coming back? I doubt they were actually bring him back. He's probably just visiting. That I mean, they, they brought the headbangers back for a bit. That's because SmackDown Live is fucking weird. Yeah, it is. They brought back Rhino. And, and it, now he's now he's stuck on Raw doing nothing on main event. Oh, you mean uh, you mean like when he was stuck on SmackDown doing nothing after Heath Slater and Rhino lost their titles and didn't even have a superstars to job on? Excuse me, they he he had he helped Heath Slater get that uh, above ground pool, and also he was one of the first ever SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. Yep, and then after they lost the title, they did nothing. Because they only have two hours. Because SmackDown forgot that tag teams existed. They only have two hours. They can still showcase. They can still showcase American Alpha, their tag champs, more than once to. a month. They used to when they had main event, and then they took it away. <laughs> and they said, "Here, now you get to now you get another hour of raw bullshit on your show." <laughs> I've 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 been on this. Pedestal, before, or I've been on this uh, soapbox before talking about how Raw gets five hours every week and SmackDown gets two. I'm I'm not happy about it. But yeah, Paige, uh, the plans got next for her. Maybe we'll see her Sunday. We'll we'll get into that when we talk about predictions for this weekend's shows. But that's all I got for news. Oscar, do you have anything? No. Fantastic. Well, next we usually talk about Monday Night Raw. Well, first let me let me check the chat. They agree with you that it would be Vince Shane Triple H. Yep, I could I could one hundred percent see. But I could see I could see Shane versus Triple H with Vince as the referee though. Oh, but I could also see. I can see you being the McMahons, but you're not allowed to hit Stephanie, so Stephanie takes no hits during the match and then just double pins them both with like Excuse the Chris Jericho me. cocky pin. Excuse me, how about instead it's a Stephanie on a pole match? You mean forklift? Yeah, well, yeah, it's a forklift, but it's still called on a pole. I thought they did wind up calling it a Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. No, it was a Judy Bagwell on a pole match. There's there's a very famous uh, audio clip of it. <laughs> I know. I, I recently watched New Blood Rising. Why? Because I have the WWE Network. Why? I had to know. <laughs> Oscar, you can spend that, that $9.99 over at patreon.com slash PWC and get more entertaining content like our fantasy booking podcast. Yes, but you're not, you're not going to answer the question of will Goldberg follow the script? You don't know that? You don't listen. We might answer that question. Well, will Goldberg follow the script? Pay $9.99 maybe you'll find an answer. I can't tell you. Dude, I have a, I have a Patreon to, to promote, sir. 
So Raw happened this week. Yes, thank you. Thank you for bringing us back. <laughs> Raw happened this week. And um, and you made me watch it. Yeah, because I make John, make John watch it. And by that, I mean he doesn't. And then he <laughs> makes up stuff about the show. Yeah. But you actually watched it and you wrote <laughs> so many notes. Yes, I did. It's like over a page of notes. This is a lot. It's, it's a lot to take in. It's two and a half pages of notes. This is a lot to take in. So we're going to go through some of these notes and uh, you're going to explain to me what the fuck is going on in your mind. <laughs> this, okay. So. Oh, you're going to uh, go through my notes and I'm going to explain it to you. Well, I'm going to go over like chunks of it and you're going to kind of talk me through your what you're talk, talking about. <laughs> okay. And if you want to read these notes... May I remind you, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash pwc, where for this one, you can just pay a dollar, because that, that's all these bits are worth, are a dollar. You get a whole month's worth of this stuff. Boy. Alright, let's, let's get started with these notes. First thing you wrote, so did anything come of this Under Siege thing? Yeah, because they've been showing that clip on literally every single Raw and SmackDown and then did nothing with it until SmackDown this week, which no, happened me. after I wrote the notes. Excuse me. The New Day showed up last week and threatened Under Siege Part 2. They did nothing with it! They did nothing with that they until cost, the last possible minute. They cost the shield the tag belts with it. Excuse me. And also, I think you'll find it's hashtag Under Siege. You didn't write that. You didn't write it as hashtag. Oh, right. I write it as under. Ha I write it as hashtag later on. Never mind. I'm gonna replace it then. Because I, in my notes, I wrote hashtag under siege. Because <laughs> that is the way you do it. You stay on brand, sir. I mean, I love the original shield. Okay, we're gonna talk about that. Let's talk about that because you wrote it several times in these notes. <laughs> yeah. Because I and I also, if you read about last night, which is over at ProWrestling.cool, it's our website. Which yes, I I wrote about Raw, even though I'm the SmackDown editor. But mm -hmm. someone had someone had to write about it because we never write about Raw. I did write your. I did read about last night about Monday Night Raw. Oh, last thank night. you. Thank you. I appreciate it because I put a lot of work into the stupid things I write on that website. You put arguably too much work into that Raw recap. Hey, you know what? I I do it. I do it for the fans. Some someone's clearly reading these things. But uh, yeah, they they kept saying the original Shield, and I got very upset as they continued to say it every single time. Well, because it's to differentiate from the other versions of the Shield. Which Please are, tell me the other versions of the Shield. Uh, it is Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and uh, Kurt Angle. That happened once. And uh, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and Triple H. That happened on a house show. And, of course, the original, original S.H.I.E.L.D., which never came to be, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and Cassius Ono. What? No, fuck that. that. That's not canon. But, yeah, so, I mean, now I've this is... I've seen the pictures, but it's not canon. I mean, this is the, this is the original S.H.I.E.L.D. Not, also, not... You, you, you forgot the, uh, the Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and Samoa Joe version. That happened? That happened at a house show. Oh! During, during that same tour. Man, I forgot that happened. Yeah, it sure did. Huh. 
So clearly, we had to d- say this is the original shield, guys. It's original shield for realsies this time. Also, Bob in the chat says that they gave Kurt Angle a chest protector. He's an official member, and you know what? And they gave Triple H a chest protector, too. He put it on over his biker jacket. It's true. So, I guess... Alright, you know what? They're right, then. They have to call the original Shield now, because we've clearly had two other versions. Yeah. My mother, mother, who loves Roman Reigns, was frequently... Now hates Kurt Angle because she was worried that they were going to replace Roman Reigns with Kurt Angle for realsies. Okay, what? (laughs) Yeah. No, that's not real. My mother loves Roman Reigns, and every week she's worried, like, they're not going to replace Roman Reigns with Kurt Angle, are they? I'm glad he's reaching his uh, key demographic, at least. (laughs) Moms. My mother loves Roman Reigns. I'm shocked to hear this. Well, because the first time she saw... The first time she ever watched wrestling with me was the night after WrestleMania 33. And the first thing she saw was the crowd just eating Roman Reigns alive. And she's like, oh, poor Roman. She determined that he has really nice eyes, he looks like a kind person, and the crowd is being too mean to him just because he won a match. Which The Undertaker! Fuck him! Which, you you know what, though? When you think about it from that outsider's perspective, yeah, the crowd are being dicks to Roman Reigns. She made he made the, the cowboy zombie man go away forever, <laughs> and he looks pathetic. Oh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, but yeah, so that's why. So that my mother's three favorite people are Roman Reigns, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Bobby Roode. The latter two because their entrances are incredible. I get it. I get it. And AJ Styles, because he's my favorite, so she's going to like him for me. That's nice of her. Yeah, my mother's a wonderful woman. At that, also, I should say that. You're good. You're a good son. Yeah. I have not met your mother, so I cannot judge her, but I will take your word for it. But uh, can, can we talk about the, the opening segment? Yeah, are you going to keep running through my confusing notes? Again, I'm going to briefly go over them. If people want to read the full thing, all <laughs> 500,000 words of it, <laughs> patreon.com slash pwc. You only need a dollar. But please, tell me about this opening segment and the fact that Stephanie cut off Kurt Angle's balls again. Yeah, why? So, yeah, Stephanie... Stephanie was like, oh, Kurt Angle, I love you. And then is like, Kurt Angle, fuck you. Stephanie is Sundare. Wait, when did she say she loved him? She's like, oh, Kurt Angle, you're the team captain. You're great. You're the best. Fuck you, Kurt Angle. I mean, yeah. If you lose, I'm going to fucking kill you. I mean, yeah, I do remember her saying that verbatim, yes. <laughs> yeah, again, Stephanie, Stephanie is Sundare towards uh, Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, the, the shield showed up and said, ah, he's okay. Yeah, well, so before that. Remember though, that time he was a member of the shield, but now we are the original shield? Yeah, well, so before that, though, I believe you'll note in my notes that I think Kurt Angle, I think Jason Jordan came out to rousing booze, which led me to remark, is Jason Wait, Jordan he- a heel? He came out? I don't remember this. Or he was, no, he was mentioned. Oh, well, yeah. And That's is he a heel? Yeah, no, he's going to become heel. 
Because, like I said earlier, that uh, Triple H is now his dad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I so- legitimately think that he's going to turn Kurt Angle and become the Authority's new pet project. Yeah, so Stephanie wants Kurt Angle to kill Shane McMahon, which I think Shane McMahon might be interested in if it pops a rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then The Shield came out. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see Roman Reigns. Then Stephanie was uh, Sundar towards The Shield. Yeah, because she hates everybody. And then Roman Reigns never answered uh, Stephanie McMahon's question of, where have you been? Don't worry about it. She just flipped the question. I got mumps. Don't worry about it. I got mumps. I need this job. Yeah, so that was the opening segment. But uh, they issued the challenge to the New Day. Yeah, and that's going to be cool. That's a more and, exciting match than the Shield versus the Usos. And if you check social, if you check social media during it, the New Day accepted. But and Biggie did had- the worst response promos. What on on Twitter? Yeah, that stuff was cringy. No, Big E had a great point. I don't want to think about Roman Reigns eating his own shit. No, that's not the point. The point is, Big E said that on one condition, that they're not allowed to have chest protectors. Because they're clearly, that's clearly cheating. And yeah, it is. Alright, but I also don't want to think about Roman Reigns eating his own shit. I kind of do. Well... But let me, me let me tell you about the German internet. Well, let me tell you about my fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sh- it's the Shield. I'm ninety percent sure that's existing somewhere. Let, let me let me direct you to, to anywhere on Tumblr.com. Yeah, <laughs> just type in Shield, and I'm sure you'll either see all of them fucking each other <laughs> or <laughs> eating their own shit. Yeah. All right. Um. So isn't, yeah, isn't Tumblr great? <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. I, also, I'm not joking. That's legitimately you can find that on Tumblr. I have seen it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> have well, me on have me on a future podcast as I just run down erotic shield fan fiction. Nope. I I think Twitch <laughs> or YouTube or somebody will shut us down <laughs> if we do that. So mm-mm. no sir. No images. I will just describe what's going on. No, or... still that's I'm still I'm sure that will get us shut down. <laughs> Too real. <laughs> Delete! Delete, uh, delete! 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 And then there was a women's match. Yes, there was a triple threat to determine the fifth member of Team Raw. It was Bailey versus two people who will obviously not be on the Survivor Series team. Oh, yeah, obviously. Also, Dana Brooke still exists! I appreciate that they played up in an indirect way that she had a feud with Asuka in NXT. Yeah, also, um, Alicia Fox as captain is annoying, and I hate her. Oh, come on, she's got a hat. She's the captain now. Alicia Fox as captain is annoying. It's the worst. Anno- uh, her gimmick is that she's annoying in the worst, because she's a he- that's her heel thing. It doesn't matter. I've the You uh, hate her, which means it's working. <sighs> you hate a heel in 2017. It's a miracle. I don't know. You hate Enzo. I do, yeah, and I appreciate that they're doing it right. They're making, they're, he's doing the same annoying shit that he was doing as a face, and I hate him. And you but hate, he's big, a heel. And, and you hate Big Cass. Yeah. Have you seen him? That doesn't make Big Cass's heel work effective. That just means Big Cass is terrible. Well, yeah, he has X Pac heat. Enzo ha- does not have X Pac heat. He has heel heat. Enzo turned X Pac heat into heel heat. Yeah, exactly. That's why that's I'm saying I. 
I appreciate what he's doing, but also I hate him because he's an asshole. And he's making Drew Gulak constantly lose. Yeah, I, I just want Asuka to kill all the women on Raw because she and Nia Jax are the only two women on Raw that I care about. Also, Bubba in the chat mentions from our earlier conversation, uh, if you don't get shut down, you at least uh, should get shut down for fanfiction reading. And yeah, this is why this is why you can't do this, Oscar. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Drew Gulak happened. Yeah, Drew Gulak's the best. Have, have I mentioned that he's the best? Yeah, him and Enzo cut another Enzo and Gulak promo, which is fine because they're good promos. Uh, no... no. That's not what happened. You're right. They got interu- in- interrupted by Team Lucha. Enzo cut a, an Enzo promo, and then Grulak was given his time, and then he got interrupted because that's what happens to him. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, I, I do have to point out that I love that when Enzo said, how you doing, Drew Gulak responded. Yeah. And then he's like, what are you doing? Don't do that. Drew Gulak's great. He's the uh, best. Enzo wore a stupid outfit, and then uh, Enzo and Gulak beat Kalisto and Tozawa, which means Kalisto is winning the title. Fun fact about uh, Drew Gulak, did you know that he has a bunch of moves named after different parts of Philadelphia? No, Owen, I don't believe you've ever mentioned to me about Drew Gulak's connection to Philadelphia. No, I'm not talking about that he has moves named after the city. I know, I don't believe you've ever mentioned that Drew Gulak has any Philadelphia-inspired part of his moveset. Not once. I legitimately you, don't think I told you about that part. You you have. I did, I told you I told you about the University City uh, stretcher. Yeah, check your Discord. You nah, mentioned it every time. You mentioned it every time Gulak is on screen. Nah, I'm good. I, I, I it's just a fog of Drew Gulak love, it's brotherly love, you know. Uh, then Kurt Angle motivated the Raw team and set up some matches that could be pretty, and set up some matches that wound up being pretty good. Uh hmm. Um, uh, it's not some of them, not so much. And then uh, Cesaro needs to take out his mouth guard because I can't understand a word he's saying. And but Sheamus he, has a Liverpool badge on his jacket, which means fuck Sheamus. Well, yeah, he's a heel. But also, what matches did they sh- set up? Uh, the Bar and the Miz versus the Shield, and that uh, match was not good. That match was fun. It was fine, but it wasn't good. It was fine. And uh, Kane versus Strowman. Never happened. That match was great. The match never happened. Uh, we'll get to the, We'll get to that when we get to the end of Raw. And um, then they ran the uh, hashtag under siege footage again. But you're forgetting that they also set up Samoa Joe and Finn Balor against uh, the Good Brothers. Oh yeah, that was totally a match. Which I forgot about lasted that. Lasted a half hour and it was the worst. I think I fast forwarded it. <laughs> It was a half hour. It was so long. Um, then Bray Wyatt and Jason Jordan had a match for uh, audience apathy. I'm good. Uh, Paul Heyman cut another Paul Heyman promo, and it was the best. Uh, it Brock was is growing, the best until Tuesday. Brock is growing back his UFC beard, and um, Paul Heyman is actually putting over AJ Styles and not burying him, which is nice. It's what he usually does to anyone who's not Jinder Mahal. Uh, but also, he put over AJ Styles, which means AJ Styles is going to lose. Oh. And then uh, Paul Heyman mocked a marriage proposal. Well, to be fair, they interrupt. They tried to interrupt his promo. Yeah. Then uh, then the original Shield faced the Super Miz Taraj. 
No, that's not what they're called. Come on. I it's mean, called, it's called the the Miz and the, the Bar. At this point, it's aka the Bar Mitzvah. The Miz to Bar. No, the Bar Mitzvah. Oh, that's clever. Yeah, I, I stole that, but don't worry. Yeah, uh, Kane cut a spooky promo, uh, and he yeah, is spooky. Okay, and he is officially worse than death. There's Not a true. joke in there somewhere. No, I, I don't see any joke. Uh, setting up monster versus machine. That's, that's cute. Uh, then Kurt Angle uh, has to replace his son on the Survivor Series team, and Jason Jordan started crying. He really wants to be in the yeah, match. We need to not glance over this. We need to talk about this segment. So. Come on, WWE, let the kid fight with his dad. His dad won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. I'm yeah. pretty sure he can, he can fight with a bum leg. Yeah, let let Jason Jordan fight with a fight alongside his dad and make him happy. See, see, but here's the thing. Jason Jordan fucking sucks. That's... So they're like, he's the one bad part of this match, so we need to get him out. Uh and then uh, Stephanie berated Kurt Angle again. I can't believe it. What? And then Triple H came out and fuck fuck crying kid. I want Triple H pedigreed the shit out of that crying kid. No, no you, you're glad, you're overlooking a very important thing that happened here. <laughs> what am I overlooking? Well, well, first he announced that he's the replacement, and then he looks at Kurt, at uh, Jason Jordan crying like an idiot, and goes to Kurt Angle <laughs> and off mic says, "That's your son," and then turns back to Jason Jordan and pedigrees him, <laughs> and then then looks back at Kurt Angle like "fuck your son" and leaves. <laughs> Um, I put a gif of that on about last night at Pro Wrestling Not Cool. So Team Raw... You can see him mouth that. It's really good. So Team Raw is now Team Big Sweaty Men and Finn Balor. He's a sweaty man. But he's not Big Sweaty Man. He's kind of muscular. So my only note for Samoa Joe and Balor versus the club is that match happened. It was fine. It was not fine. It went through two commercial breaks. I fast forwarded most of it. It went over. It went over two commercial breaks. That's not. No. Why? Uh, then the last part of Raw: Kane versus Strowman, and they keep showing that chair spot at TLC, and it is awesome every time. And then holy shit, which, they which broke the one where, where yeah, all, where he drops all the chairs on Strowman. It's the where, where best. He got Wade Barretted. Yes! Yes, that spot is so good! Why are they showing that and not the part where Kane literally murdered him? Because we already had it. We know that he can't... We know that ambulances can't keep him down, but chairs. It didn't keep him down. He got back up! Uh, but and you know he what? got murdered! But you know what, though? You know what happened? They broke the ring, and it was the best! It oh, was the best! No that, no, that was not the best. Come on! That match was awesome! We recently had a ring blowing up. This is not... This was still fun! He it's sent not, him to not, hell! And, and remember, we literally just recently had King come up through the ring. Yeah! Yeah! That's way better than this. They're both real good! They're both real I, good! I think, I think you have too much love for things happening to the ring. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's, but, mm, I mean, overall, I mean... How, how about this? How, how, I could make it better. I would have been hyped if Strowman slammed him through 
but did not go through with him and then fire shot out of the ring. Ooh, that would be good. Literally sending him to hell. Then yeah. I would be on board. Uh, but I mean, overall, this Raw was fine, and I'm excited for Survivor Series, which makes this better than pretty much every other go home show WWE has done. SmackDown had a really good go home. But I mean, like, the go homes for Survivor Series have been better than most other go homes. Okay. I, I mean, the go home to Hell in a Cell was really good. I don't remember what it was. Kevin Holmes fought Shane McMahon in the concourse, and then Shane McMahon came back in and said, and Kevin says, I'm going to send you to hell and kill you. And oh, yeah, yeah. You. And then headbutted him. Right. Um, yeah, that was raw. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I had to watch it because I had to write about it. It was a fine episode of Monday Night Raw. Well, can I tell you about a great episode of uh, Tuesday Night Smackdown Live? Sure. While, while excluding the, the final segment, which ruined everything. Hey, the final segment was awesome. Uh, the final segment ruined everything. No, the final segment was, like, actually the best part of SmackDown. How, how, oh, weird. The guy who's covering Raw is full pot pro Raw when they do bad things to Team SmackDown. I can't. Okay, I can't. I, I, can't, I, can't. Have, I have no You're brand. You're filling in your role. Fine. Okay. I have no brand loyalty. Uh, no, apparently you do, because you're rooting for Team Raw. Much beat up, beat up an elderly man. Much like uh, WWE, you are arbitrarily forcing my brand loyalty. Yes, and you should probably go with it. Um, for the sake of the show. I consider myself more like Brock Lesnar, where I barely show up on here, and then I'm going to leave as soon as it's done. Yeah, and never to return again. And I kind of don't care about any of the brands because I just want to watch wrestling. Hmm. Slash stay in my cabin in Saskatchewan and hunt. Well, how about number one, no, no cabin for you. Number two, how about just for the sake of this episode, you be on Team Raw so I have someone to compete against. Okay. Uh, yeah, they beat the shit out of uh, Shane McMahon. They actually beat the shit out no, of we're not, we're, not, we're not talking about the main event thing first. I'm talking about the, the first thing that happened on the show. Okay. Sir? I, I wasn't sure if this still counted as part of the Raw recap. No. Start my SmackDown now. This is my, this is my turn. You ran through Raw real quickly. I'm going to take my time and savor this delightful episode of SmackDown. You made me run through Raw real quick. I still have two pages of notes left I could go through. I, I told you I was going to walk with you through that, and you just decided to just sprint through it yourself, so that was on you, sir. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to slow you down, but you just kept rolling. Well, you know, I am the Undertaker. I, I keep rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> Let me talk about SmackDown. Let me talk to you about the uh, pep rally that kicked... Did you watch SmackDown? I did watch SmackDown. The pep rally at the top of the show was awesome. It got the whole roster together. They were all excited about the sh about Survivor Series and brand loyalty, and they established Shane McMahon uh, explaining why they need to rally together and put aside things for Sunday only, and actually give them motivation to want to compete, which Raw tends not to do. The only thing they have is these matches are happening, I guess, and I guess. Stephanie's gonna threaten Kurt Angle because she always does. Whatever. No, no real other reason why Finn Balor and Samoa Joe should 
be teaming up when they want to kill each other. But I mean, at least in kayfabe, Raw can assemble a strong, dominant team. Weird not... when they have more people to choose from. Oh, weird! It's it. it's it's like they pat. It's like SmackDown had to use a guy that couldn't beat Jinder Mahal three times and a guy that went fifty fifty with Dolph Ziggler. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Shut shut your mouth. <laughs> Point is, SmackDown's got AJ Styles, so it's fine. And, and most of and the rest of SmackDown's team is barely featured on television now. We only have two hours. Oh my God, These are your alone. main eventers. Leave they me are, alone. They are your main eventers. Stop! 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 Stop being mean to me. It's no. I, I've I've waited so long to do this. Oh, you're just, let me get through my shoves before you start <laughs> shitting all over it, sir. But yeah, the, Shane, Shane McMahon gave everyone chance to you know cut promos on their opposition, which was awesome and you know established some you know semblance of a feud which raw tends not to do <coughs> so it was good the new day got to get everyone chanting smackdown rocks it was great it was a great segment i was smiling the entire time because i am actually quite loyal to smackdown it's a it's a good show and they give me a reason to want to cheer for them and then danny bryan returned and Continue to talk about how great SmackDown is because it's the best show. It's a superior brand. Yeah, Daniel Bryan cut a real good promo. Well, he introduced AJ Styles first. Yeah. And uh, I'm, for tonight, I'm going to be your advocate. Even though, you know, Styles doesn't really need one, but he'll humor him and let Daniel Bryan cut a fucking wrestling promo for the first time in years. And it was awesome. It was really good. He actually like had legitimately valid points as to why Brock Lesnar was going to lose. You know, the whole thing about him quitting at UFC, that armbar was so savage. Pointing out how he's, you know, he's Danny Bryan's fought big men before, and the thing is for smaller guys, and their speed is to just wear them out, and then they'll just collapse. It was great. It was a great promo, and then the icing on the cake was AJ Styles at the end saying, unlike Brock Lesnar, I'm not a puppet I can actually talk to, and cut a good promo as well. It was great. And then probably got paid 20% of what Brock Lesnar made for not talking. Yeah, well, you know, not every... Some people actually like to wrestle. And it's not always... It's not just about the money. Go figure. Uh, the next thing I have up here is uh, the United States Championship match between, between Baron Corbin and Sin Cara. Did uh, anyone was... think Sin Cara was going to win? Sort A of. Anyone? Show of hands in the chat. Anyone Anyone think Sin Cara was going to win? Because fuck you, of course not. I kind of wanted Sin Cara to win. So Why? That we so that we weren't going to have a heel versus heel match at Survivor Series? No. You understand, Sin Cara is not even a face. He's he just he, exists. He, one could say that he is Sin Face. Oh God! Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, the worst. My mother also very much likes Baron Corbin because he looks like he has kind eyes. Fuck off. 
now, now, now I'm no longer a fan of your mom. mom. You, you are aware that you now have just told a 66-year-old woman to fuck off for liking wrestling. Yeah. I'm from Philadelphia. It's what we do. We, we tell pretty much everyone to fuck off. I mean, that's why your city is so beloved. No, we don't want to be loved. <laughs> we hate everybody. We don't want you to love us. We hate you. Ah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I wrote one note for this match. It's one word. And it's actually a word that you're very familiar with. Eh. Yeah. Fair. I mean, it's spelled the same way as A. So. Um, I was kind of hoping that, um, I was kind of hoping, though, that the Baron Corbin Sin Cara thing was going to lead to, like, a mask versus hair. Cause they've so been, could. Because they've been building up this, this, the importance of the mask so much that it's just like, do something with this. Hey, hey, hey Oscar, guess what? What? It's as if a few weeks later, they're going to have Clash of Champions, and they need to set up matches real quickly, and The Miz is not an option for Corbin. Yeah, they could totally revisit this. They just needed to get this out of the way so they can have the interpromotional match that means nothing. Survivor Series, we just need to get this out of the way. Pretty much, because it not, none of this stuff's going to lead anywhere. What do you mean? One. It's leading to the one night a year when SmackDown Live and Raw go head to head. Someone didn't watch TLC or the Raw after TLC. <laughs> Uh, clearly, that's not the case. Uh, those were those were not advertised matches. Doesn't count. They advertised it the Friday before. That does not count. It totally counts. They promoted it on social media, the most important of all media. Yeah, all right. Have they not told? Did you not read those? Did you know facts where they promote how many followers they have on Facebook? Hey, I love those did you know facts. They got me because you did I, not know them, did you? When I started watching WWE, I I listened to Michael Cole and I downloaded the WWE app so that I could watch matches during commercial breaks. And then they were like, "Actually, fuck that! You don't get that anymore. Hell, you don't even get the matches during commercial breaks in Canada." I know the the WWE app was super cool, and they would also have fun facts about the city sprinkled during the actual show. I'm, I'm thinking you're like one of five people in the world that actually used it. The second screen experience. <laughs> I loved I loved the second screen experience. Yeah, you're literally the only person. Now you know how I feel about 3D. It's me and Michael Cole. Whereas it was just me with 3D as the only person that liked it. I would have liked 3D if it didn't give me a headache and make me throw up. That's on you, man. It's not 3D's fault. You just can't handle that many dimensions. Yeah, no, I physically cannot do 3D movies. They make me feel ill. That stinks. 3D's awesome. I love 3D. It's the same reason why I, when I saw Star Wars, I did it in like those moving chair things, whatever they're called. D-Box! Yeah, and I had to leave. amazing. And I had to leave because I threw up. You are you are a very weak stomached person. Ah, uh, I mean, and that, I is, have that a is long, not an insult. That is just a fact. I have a long history of throwing up during films when I eat bad food. You are not allowed to throw up in my house. I will. Visit. I will not throw up in your house. 
don't feed me an extra large popcorn with quadruple butter and Twizzlers. Why would you have quadruple butter? It's so much butter. <laughs> because I could. They told me I could get free butter. You, you stop and, and ask yourself, not if you could, but if you should. It was the free. answer's no. Don't do that. It was free butter. Yeah, it's like here, here's free acid to pour in your face. You're you're not gonna do it. Man, it'll kill you. But yeah, that's how I threw up when I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! the movie, The Pyramid of Light. On my tenth birthday. There's a lot there's a lot to unpack in that <laughs> statement, but I'm not gonna we, don't have, we, we have to move on. We have a wrestling show to do, sir. So let me tell you about a good title match that was on this show. And that is Charlotte Flair against Natalia for the women's championship. Yeah, so, uh, that, that match is fun. Yeah, here's the thing, though. Earlier in the day on social media, uh, Charlotte posted that she was dedicating the match to her dad. And as soon as that happened, I went, ah, oh, shit. She's going to win now. And guess what? Charlotte won in Charlotte. Can't believe it. Someone won in their hometown. I mean, if they, um... If if Ric Flair had died and she dedicated it to Ric Flair, then they could have redone the whole Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio thing. And then have Natalia say that uh, Ric Flair is in hell? Yeah. Great. <laughs> And and keep it going on for like a year. No, we don't need to do that. We don't need to go down this road. This is too dark. This is too dark. You're right. They've already uh, made one too dark storyline involving uh, a deceased flare. Stop it. You're making the show too dark. You keep doing this. I just this remember is, bad wrestling. Like This show is heel turn, but you're still <laughs> making us to lows that we have not done in months. Look, my WWE 2K18 character based on myself starts out as a heel and then just turns heel six more times. What? I never once turn face. I just become more of an asshole. I just real life. I just have more. I just become a bigger heel. You're like an onion. You just unwrap like one. You peel off one layer of, you know, terribleness and this just keeps getting worse. Yes. Oh, man. You're like the world's worst blooming onion. Oh, you mean like all blooming onions? Oh no, we're not doing this fight, sir. <laughs> no, this is not a fight for this podcast. I will, I will fisticuff fight you in January. Fine, uh, bring me a blooming onion. Maybe if I don't have to pay fifty, like fifty dollars for a what? Fifty dollars? That's an exaggeration. Also, there haven't Canada's been fucked up. I'll also say this, there haven't been Outback State Houses in Canada in, like, ten years. Okay, I was gonna say, like, if, if you're, like, trying to, like, fly one in from directly from Canada, or from Australia, I have news for you, they don't actually have them down there. <laughs> I, I have spoken with actual Australians who confirmed this. Bubba, Bubba gets where I'm coming from. The raw flower in the middle of a blooming onion. Well, yeah, that... that it, that is actually really good. Is it though? Is yeah. it? Oh, it's like a bunch of oh, it's so good. It's like nice and soft. Oh, it's, I love blooming onion. 
Well, you can buy me one in January. That's a really weird food request in Philadelphia, <laughs> but I may still take you up on it. I mean, I'm going to be with you for seven days. We're going to have... Oh, God. Don't remind me. Have me on a, have me on a heel turn in real never. life. Never. <laughs> You're never allowed back until I feel like burning this podcast down again. <laughs> Let me get through the show. Let's get through, you let's keep get burning me. What are you doing? Yeah, let's get through the show. This match was great, even though I knew what was going to happen. It was these two like really like are so comfortable with each other in the ring that they go out there and do crazy uh, spots like that. Uh, like when Charlotte got up on the uh, the barrier and Natalia grabbed her and power bombed her into the turnbuckle or into the uh, ring post. I mean, it's the advantage of when you have a division that's so thin, you have to wrestle each other like every night for a, for three months that you get real comfortable with each other. Or the fact that these two had a feud in NXT and where they had a bad match and since then they figured out how to have good matches. Yeah, I mean, it's like when Charlotte and Sasha Banks had a bunch of really good matches over the course of six months on Raw. Or when the New Day and the Usos no. had real good matches with each other. See, the first one you were wrong because that was bad. The second one was actually good. Or or when the, or when literally every combination of Sheamus, Cesaro, Matt, and Jeff Hardy was explored. For that was. You keep saying these are good. Only one of them was actually good. You need to. They all had stuff. they all had pretty good first matches that went on way too long. And. Come on, the Usos and the New Day were great every single time. Including their last match was their best one. Usos and New Day got so stale for me. Uh, did you see a Hell in a Cell match? Hell in a Cell was fine. It's amazing. Because Hell in a Cell finally introduced a gimmick into the match. They had that street fight a couple weeks before. I totally forgot that happened. It was where the New Day just went, like... Wild with this with the Singapore Canes. It was great. Don't remember it at all. It, it it was like the match that got me back into this feud. I was like, this is the shit I want. And then they took it to a new level with the Hell in a Cell. I'm like, this is great. The only two things Best I remember really year. liking from that feud were uh, the Rap Battle and Hell in a Cell. I liked a lot of what they did. It went on for like six months. <laughs> Because no, it went, it went on for three months. Thank you. Because SmackDown has no tag teams and no win. Or they have the two best tag teams, so they keep having good matches, so let's just keep having good matches. So let's let's not feature anyone else in our division. To be fair, look who else was in the division. The Hype Bros. <laughs> the Hype Bros are good. They're breaking. They're not... They're not great, but Hype Bros are solid, and I'm going to be sad that they break up, because one, Raw needs more tag teams! Besides, SmackDown needs more tag teams! Yeah, well, wait for the uh, the Revival to come back in two years. <laughs> oh, you mean, you mean when Dash Wilder gets released, so Scott Dawson has like a weird singles push that goes nowhere, and then gets released six months later? Well, Dash Wilder already has a weird, a bad singles push happening on main event. Oh, sorry, I got confused with which 
revival. Have you have you seen Dash Wilder on main event? It's very no, sad. I don't watch main event. Because Why he, would I watch? Because he, it, it's because I do because I I covered this website, but. Yeah, he comes like I saw the saddest thing ever when he came out to the revival entrance and he did the thing where the you know they they bump fists and then he looks yeah. over and realizes that Scott Dawson's still injured and he got and he oh. got real sad. I was like, oh no, best friend is dead. So sad. Anyway, what else happened on SmackDown? <laughs> uh, yeah, Charlotte won the match with the figure eight and then she talked about her dad and then. Oh my gosh, Ric Flair was actually there the whole time. Hey. It's as, you know, that would have been real cool if Enzo, two hours before the show started, didn't post an Instagram photo with Ric Flair backstage. Ruining the whole thing. I Whoops. did not, I didn't see that Instagram post, so. It's real I, funny uh, that he did that. Like, it's fucked up, dude. Yeah. Yes. And. So yeah, it's it's uh, Charlotte against Alexa Bliss now. That should mm-hmm. be fine, even though we've seen this match before. Yeah. And also, uh, hey, guess what? You you said you wanted tag teams, right? Yeah. Bludgeon Brothers. <laughs> Next I am, week. I am into the Bludgeon Brothers. Goddamn right! Have you seen their hammers? They hit that. They hit the camera, and it's like, yeah, let's go. It's a much better post Wyatt gimmick than the last thing Eric Rowan had. See, uh, unlike Wyatt, when they say bullshit that doesn't make any sense, it's at least funny because they start yelling at the end. Yeah, and the best part Fair. about the promo this week was that they delayed, they they, they paused before they hit the uh, the camera. I was like, oh, are they are they not going to do it? And then they did it. <laughs> Yeah. They, they know uh, their audience. Yeah, that was fun. I like the Bludgeon Brothers. I hope their entrance includes them hitting the camera with their hammers. Yeah. Get, get hyped. Bludgeon Brothers are coming. Oh, I don't get hype. I stay hype. It's a different team. But they may fight that team. Well, there's no one else for them to fight because... Brazango and the Ascension don't exist outside of the Fashion Files. Hey, whatever happened to the Fashion Files? Is that still on? It was on last week. And this week was busy, because they have two hours. Yeah, I guess. Remember, they got they got kidnapped last week, the end. Oh, uh, yeah. So, they're somewhere. Anyway, uh, Jimmy Uso and Chad Gable had a match. Where Chad Gable worked on uh, Jimmy's uh, hurt ankle. Do you notice something wrong with what I just said? Uh, It was Jay that had the hurt ankle. You're damn right it was. He Uh, transferred it over to his brother for the match. I uh, would not have known that if... um... I do my research for this website, sir. I still do not know which Uso is which. One has a longer beard than the other. Uh, I which one has a longer beard? I believe it's uh, Jay. <laughs> and that's the problem. Don't. When they talk, I can tell which one's which because they have different. Is one of them is the call and response? Don't worry, you, you figure it out after a while. 
I figured it out, and then they stopped wearing the makeup. I sh- yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Jimmy Uso won. Cool. Yeah. Match. They're probably going to have another title match at Clash of Champions. Yay. Also, the Usos are going to have a real good match at Survivor Series. Yes. Uh, a better match that with uh, Cesaro and Sheamus is a more appealing match to me than um, than uh, the Shield. Wow, I take uh, Shield. The original Shield versus the New Day is a more appealing match to me than the Shield versus the Usos, and uh, the Usos versus Cesaro and Sheamus is a more appealing match to me. Okay, sure. This was the best outcome. Well, it's yeah. Speaking of which, uh, the New Day fought Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in the main event. Hey, you forgot the other New Day bit, where they continue to talk about Roman Reigns eating his own shit. I, I was about to get to that, but yeah. That, I that's... don't want to think about Roman think Reigns. Think about it! I don't want to think about Roman Reigns eating his Check own shit. Check out my Tumblr! R- <laughs> Roman eating his own feces.tumblr.com <laughs> Please, someone make that, because I'm not going to. Uh, I mean, you missed out on the opportunity for Big Dogs, Big Dumb. No, because I didn't... Because uh, <laughs> that's, that's real, that, that exists. I and, mean, that's not, and that's not about Roman Reigns. I mean, I'd be willing to bet Big Dogs, Big Dong exists. Stop it, no, we're not doing this. That is too far, <laughs> sir. You're gonna get us shut down. Stop. <laughs> this is this is not appropriate. You're inappropriate. You're you're crossing the boundary. I miss you, John. Please come back. <laughs> uh, nope. you, at least when John crosses the barrier, he does it like once an episode, not eighteen times in the past half hour. <laughs> but yes, uh. Earlier, we had a backstage promo with uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn where they're pissed off about not being on Survivor Series and blaming Shane McMahon because, yay, we're actually like having a storyline where a team doesn't give a fuck about brand loyalty and actually like has problems with the authority figures who are in charge of that brand because that's what they've been doing for the past few months. Yeah. So, it's awesome. And also, it seems like they're not being penalized for... Uh, Whatever went down in the during the European tour, so good good for them. They're still two of the best heels on the brand, and it, they played up more on this because during the match, uh, the Shield showed up in the crowd because it's the go home show. So of course the under siege is going to happen because the under siege was happened on the first uh, the first one after the previous pay per view. Hell yeah! The Under Siege happened and it was the best! It was the worst. It sucked. And, you talk about them beating up an old guy? Shane McMahon is literally younger than Kurt Angle. Yeah. What's your point? They, you they, know, didn't, be, they didn't beat up Kurt Angle. They, they took Kurt Angle hostage they took, in the They ring. took him hostage. They, they, ne- they, never, they never, you know, attacked him. They just held him hostage and made him watch the destruction. They didn't lay him out. I don't know. The raw one felt real. That felt real cool. No. Also, I want to point out 
what I, the point I was getting at with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn is that they bailed on it so that the New Day would be attacked <coughs> because they don't give a fuck about any of this brand loyalty stuff, which was awesome and still true to their character. Yes. But yeah, the problem I had with this is that uh, this attack happened all in the ring. Whereas what happened was that how it worked with the SmackDown was they came through the crowd. Then they went up the ramp and went on a on a world tour of the back of the backstage area, destroying everything as they went by, like actually destroying the sets and all the superstars in their habitats. It was awesome. I mean, SmackDown's Under Siege was cool, but I liked the more focused one, the more focused way Raw did it, where it was like specifically like, hey, fuck you, Shane McMahon, because one, fuck you, Shane McMahon. No way. Shane McMahon's the best. Shane McMahon is like, that dude has got to be turning heel soon. No, he's he's so good. Shane McMahon got Daniel Bryan chokeslammed. No, Danny Bryan got Danny Bryan chokeslammed because he, Shane did not send him there. Danny Bryan went on his own without telling anyone. Because he was trying to make peace. And then he realized that Raw are assholes. And that's why he's supporting SmackDown. I mean, I could also see them trusting Shane McMahon to maybe be safe enough with Daniel Bryan that he could have a one-time return. Or we could talk about what happened later and I can explain to you something that could be super crazy that they could do. Oh, about how they take Shane out of the match and uh, Daniel Bryan becomes the new team captain? They have GM versus GM because Daniel Bryan has been talking recently about how he thinks he's going to wrestle again and the WWE might let him wrestle? Yeah, I mean, it's, I it's do... Not, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. I don't know. It feels more and more like it's a work. Yeah, like I say, it's not going to happen, but it would be really cool if it did. And I feel like there's a few people they could probably trust to be safe enough with Daniel Bryan. Not Braun Strowman. <laughs> not Snow no. Joe. No, not, not Kurt Angle. No, but I could see maybe AJ Styles. <sighs> They're both faces. That doesn't make sense. Uh, I mean, no reason why we can't have a face versus face match. How about, how about him versus Brock Lesnar? That's the one I want. Oh, yeah. I mean, a suplex is the best thing to take for a busted neck. It's not a busted neck. It's a concussion. He doesn't it's... have a broken neck. He's not Kurt Angle. What are you talking about? So, so let me ask you this. Do you really want to see Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar yes! in like a five-minute no. like five pseudo-squash match? Because that's what a Brock Lesnar match is these days. Well, you watched AJ Styles' match. You tell me if it's five minutes. I mean, yeah, we'll see. Um, I will bet it, you a beer that it goes that Styles versus Lesnar goes over five minutes. It'll be under ten. No, it won't be. It'll be over. It'll be ten minutes or longer. We accept I, this bet. I will accept that bet with you. I think it'll be under ten minutes. Oh, enjoy, enjoy buying me a beer on on January. I'm excited. That's fine. I want to go out drinking with you anyway. Word. But uh, let me get through this. my complaints about this Under Siege, please. 
Okay. That unlike, you know, SmackDown's focus one where they went around, you know, around the areas and then they went to the women's area and had the women come, you know, come to the front of the group and fight. In this one, it was disorganized. They were fighting in the ring. People were coming through the crowd. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, the women were in the... We cut to the women backstage. How'd they get there? I don't fucking know. And be, and they have Bailey being one of the lead people beating the shit out of them. Because, I guess, once again, when it comes to Survivor Series, Bailey's morals don't matter. Whatever. So that made no sense. Then all of a sudden, Kurt Angle comes from the ramp. How the fuck was he in the backstage area? Why wasn't he through the crowd? And then Braun Strowman comes up the ra- off the ramp with a whole entrance video. It's like, why did that happen? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, it- you mean like at the end of the SmackDown Under Siege when they played the SmackDown graphics and music? Well, yeah, but well, they did. They they played the Raw stuff at the end, and that makes sense because they had no choice. They were attacked. <laughs> Like, that part doesn't bother me. The part that they don't explain how Kurt Angle was backstage or Braun Strowman. Well, you know, if Braun Braun Strowman comes up to you and is just like, play my music, you play his music. Well, well, yeah, the music not playing isn't the problem. The fact that they were backstage is the problem. Um, I mean, I don't see why Kurt Angle wouldn't be allowed to be backstage. Because... SmackDown knows that they're going to be under attack and they know not to trust him because of what happened with Daniel Bryan. Or, hey, what if, um, what if, what if this is all leading to a Shane McMahon heel turn where Shane and Stephanie are colluding to uh, take over, to take over SmackDown? I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Well, 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 hear me out, hear me out. Shane McMahon, S. Mac, Stephanie McMahon, S. Mac, S. Mac. Nope, I hate this. This is a bad theory. I, I, nope, we're not go, we're not following the chemtrails on this one, my friend. <laughs> I'm just saying that this felt disorganized and wasn't nearly as well done as the SmackDown one. It's probably my brand bias, but I'm sticking to my opinion on that. It is 100% your brand bias. Oh yeah, sh- sh- I I know, but let 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 me. Let me have my brand loyalty on this. I hope that you know they beat they beat up uh, Shane when the when the SmackDown people didn't do that to Kurt Angle. Fuck them. They're they're bad they're bad people. I hope they all lose on Sunday and I never have to see them again on Tuesdays. I mean, look, my only brand loyalty is to my fellow cruiserweights on Two Hundred Five Live. Also, Bubba is not saying in the chat is, does not want to see Brock Lesnar versus anyone. Fair, yeah. All right, but I mean that's that's SmackDown. Let's uh, let me take a look at what you wrote for NXT because we're we sh- we should quickly go through that since it was mostly a uh, recap and squash match show. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't have a chance to watch the last bit with Drew McIntyre because you called me on Skype to do this show, so maybe that was incredible. I doubt it, but yeah, it's fine. We're, let's see. You know, it's our Lars Sullivan Titantron has worth kerning. Lars Sullivan's Titantron has the worst kerning. Explain quickly. So, so. If you look at Lars Sullivan's Titantron, it just looks like Lars Suvan. 
The L's and the and I's all blend together. There's no good. line between the L and the I, so it just looks like there's four. There just looks like there's three U's in his name. Sure, that's it's fine. Bad, it's bad kerning. It's a bad Titantron. I didn't know that uh, Oscar was a, uh, a typographist. <laughs> Uh, and then Johnny Gargano and Pete Dunne was announced for uh, that UK title match is going to be televised next week on SmackDown, and that's real on cool. SmackDown. Hell yeah! Sorry, not on SmackDown on Woo, NXT. SmackDown, the on, best. Jo- oh, it's going to be televised on NXT, and William Regal offered to help Johnny Gargano with his British accent. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, Pete Dunn called up William Regal, and it's just like I'm issuing an open challenge, and William Regal was said to Johnny Gargano. You should, uh, you should think about accepting that challenge. And Johnny Gargano was like, yeah, I'm Johnny Wrestling. I'm going to accept the challenge. And William Regal was like, brilliant. That was excellent. I felt like I was there watching the show <laughs> live. I'm the whole shebang. But, uh, yeah, actually it was mostly a recap show because this is the part of the show now where we are going to make our predictions for this weekend. And the first show up there is NXT TakeOver War Games. Houston, we have a War Games. I don't know if you know this or not. Uh, War Games is my favorite match type. Did you know that? You have mentioned it. You know what my second favorite match type is? War War Games 2000? No, go fuck yourself. How (laughs) dare you? Flag match. I like flag matches. Oh, right. I I got to see a flag match recently. And now I get to say War Games. This is the year of matches that I like. Yay! Yeah. So let's 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 go over uh, our predictions. Uh, first, let's 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 predict that uh, that match is going to be on NXT TV next week. It's a uh, Pete Dunne versus Johnny Gargano for the UK Championship. Uh, I think we are going to be the winners of that match. Uh, who do you think is going to actually win the match, though? Uh, Pete Dunn. Well, you think the the, the British guy is going to beat the non-British guy? Yes. I, for the British Championship? Yes. I can't believe it. Because I think they're still gonna. Ha- it's still good exposure to have that title on like Progress and ICW and that kind of thing. What? That's ridiculous. I, I'm 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 also going with Pete Dunn. Yeah. He bites the belt, and have you seen his joint manipulation? Yeah, Pete Dunne's the best. He Progress is. is the best. He makes me very angry. Why? He because is, he's English? No, because no, because he keeps no, no. Because of wrestling, I don't hold that against people. <laughs> but he bends people's fingers in bad ways, and it makes me yeah. upset. I hate him. He's a good heel. F- fuck Pete Dunne. He's gonna win. <laughs> All right. Uh, go through the War Games card because I literally don't actually know what's on this thing. Oh, I, I, I dude, I, that's that's what I'm doing. So allow me to tell you about the Cashizono against uh, Lars Sullivan. Uh, Lars Sullivan is going to win because Lars Sullivan is a big beefy boy. I want him to squash Cashizono. Also, Lars Sullivan is in 2K18 in over guys like Andre Cien Almas. I mean, have you seen him? He's a big beefy boy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he has bad kerning in his Titantron. And Kajizono is a big beefy boy in the bad way. Yeah. In the but flabby his, way. 
His theme song is called Heroes Welcome, and I like that. That's a good that's a good bit. That's a good bit. And um, there's a crowd sign in 2K18 that says Cassius is my hero. Alright, next match is the Battle of the Undefeateds. It's Alistair Black against the Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream better win. Velveteen oh. Dream is the best. You're, no, he's not. Yeah, like he should win, but he's not going to. I know he's not going to, but man, Velveteen Dream is the best. Have, have you seen Alistair Black's entrance? Yes. Alistair Black, Alistair Black is Dutch satanic Bobby Roode. No, he's, he's Dutch Undertaker. But Undertake, Undertaker is actually interesting when the bell rings. Alistair Black's interesting when the bell rings. I, I like Alistair Black, but his entrance is the best thing he's got going Have you for. seen his kicks and his zen shit? It's awesome. I'm a fan of Tommy End. Who's that? Uh, he's, a, he's, a Dutch, he's a Dutch man. Mm-hmm. Uh, his chant is Tommy, 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 Tommy fucking End. Uh-huh. Um, and then he disappeared and was replaced by his twin brother, Alistair. Oh. Yeah. Seems, seems cool. Alistair Black's gonna kick his fucking head in. But then he's... But it's gonna be a competitive match, and, and at the end, Alistair Black is gonna shake his hand and say his name. Alright, but what if it ends... What if it ends with the two of them, like, realizing that they actually love each other and they just fuck? Like, like, what if that's how the match ends? Hey, uh, hey, Oscar, remember the part where I said this isn't fanfiction.net? <laughs> I, I st- that, is, that is still the case. This is not fanfiction, sir. <laughs> Pick an actual winner. Uh, I want Velveteen Dream to win. He's my winner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think you're wrong, but sure. How about uh, the NXT Championship match? It's Drew McIntyre against Andrade Cien Amis. Um, McIntyre, he just won it. But what if Andrade won? Yeah, but he on- is better. Yes, but Andrade suffers from he's homegrown talent, and uh, NXT doesn't like to honor homegrown talent with titles. Uh, you have to be the hottest free agent in sports entertainment to win a title in NXT. Uh, excuse me, Bo Dallas won the title. Uh, Bo Dallas won the title before anyone cared about NXT. How dare you? Bo Dallas' run is great. It was great, but also... but also I saw him was, lose that belt. But also, it was before the hottest free agent era. Uh, I mean, it was during it, because Neville... But Neville was not debuted as the hottest free agent in sports entertainment. That era basically... You have a real problem with people from other companies, don't you? No, no, I don't have a problem with people with, from other companies. I have a problem with, uh, with NXT predictably booking the next guy from another company to, that just shows up is going to be the next NXT champion. Okay. I want Andrade to win... But I feel okay, like I'm, if he I'm wins, he's him. just going to be a transitional champion for Adam Cole. No, but Adam Cole's a heel, so that doesn't make sense. Then, then Andrade's not going to win. Um, McIntyre is going to win, and Adam Cole is going to beat um, uh, McIntyre. 
How about Andrade is just super talented and he has a good thing going and he should get the belt because it's more fun to see a face chase than the face that's on top. It is. Andrade should win, but... Also, Drew McIntyre is kind of boring. He's the chosen one. No, he's not. Not anymore. Oh, right. He got rid of his good theme song. Yeah, now he's got bagpipes. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Roddy over here. Anyway, what's the next match? You pick that. You pick McIntyre. I pick Amos. I pick. I pick McIntyre. Yeah. Okay. A uh, fatal four-way for the vacant NXT Women's Championship: Ember Moon against Kari Sane versus Nikki Cross versus Peyton Royce. I want it to be Nikki Cross, but it's going to be Kari Sane. Why? Why do I want it to be Nikki Cross, or why is it going to be Kari Sane? Well, I know why you want Nikki Cross. That's obvious, but why is it going to be Kari when we just had a Japanese champion? Because every other woman in that match has been handily defeated by Asuka and looks like a goober. Well, I mean, they've all been you know beaten by Asuka, but one is not definitely not a goober. And it's my pick to win. Is it Nikki Cross? No. Oh, it's no. Peyton Royce. Fuck yeah, it's Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce is great. Nikki Cross is also great. Peyton Roy- you you know the thing about the Fatal Four Way matches, right? Uh, the champ, yeah, uh, the There's champ just. I know. Um, any two people can be involved in the pinfall. No. There are no disqualifications. Yes, and she has a friend named Billy Kay. Nikki Cross has three friends. That aren't allowed to touch other women. Hey, they just had James Ellsworth push Becky Lynch. Anything's possible. It's, they're not, they're not going to go that far that fast. The point is, Peyton Royce is going to win, and her and Billy Kay are going to be co-champion. It's going to be the greatest thing in the world. They're going to hold hands. They're going to break the belt into two halves again. It's going to be lovely. Oh, right, I totally forgot that happened with Lay Cool. It's the best! It's so good! I was not watching when Lay Cool were a thing. They had a split belt. I want it, I want it, do it. The the only Layla match I think I've ever seen is when her and Summer Rae fought at a (sighs) SummerSlam for who could be Fandango's dancer. Layla's actually really good ignore that. And then the match ended with them basically like deciding that none of them wanted to be Fandango's dancers, so Fandango started dancing with Rosa Mendez and became a weird Latin dancer. Hell yeah. That was like one of the first wrestling feuds I remember watching. <laughs> you make mistakes, sir. That and uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kane with Brie Bella and her... Stop bringing up bad things! Great acting. Stop it! Stop that bad things. You pick Kari Sane, I pick Peyton Royce. We're going to move on to the War Games. The War Games, which is upsetting me because they keep not bringing up the match beyond, which makes me think they're not going to have the match beyond. What's the match beyond? The match beyond is the best part of the War Games match. Because if you don't know, in a traditional War Games match, which this one isn't because they're fucking up the rules, uh... 
they have a coin. You know, they have one member of each team start the match, and then every few minutes they they alternate uh, members to enter until everyone's in the match. Yeah, yeah. And until then, no decisions can be made during the war games until everyone's in the ring, and then the match beyond begins, where the only way to win is by submission or surrender. And, and the announcer yells the match. It's the match beyond, and then the submission or surrender part, and it's great. And they're not doing that because apparently in this war games you can win by pinfall. What? Uh, I'll say this: the only war games match I've ever seen is uh, war, war games, games two thousand. Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> I mean, what if? What if the next NXT pay-per-view features the ready-to-rumble triple cage? Yes, I love the... Like, legitimately, I love the triple cage. Just not... It's not War Games. And also, Bubba is pointing out the submission and surrender are the same thing, and no, they are not. Submission is a tap-out. Surrender is vocally saying to the other person that I surrender. I mean, at the point in time, though, when War Games was a thing, submission and surrender were the same thing. It wasn't until Ken Shamrock that people tapped out. No, they, they had tap outs then. Eh, I always thought that Ken Shamrock was the first major nope. guy in wrestling to do the tap out thing. Uh-uh. Because the whole point of the, because uh, the whole thing with, like, the Austin-Bret Hart match was like, he and he never said I quit. Uh, you know Ric Flair has a figure for a leg lock, right? Where he makes yeah. people tap out. Eh, fair. And he's one of the four horsemen that were in these matches? Fair. Yeah, yeah. But of course, J.J. Dillon was also involved, and he always, he was the one who surrendered because he got fucking murdered in the first War Games. It was um, so, so brutal. He got his shoulder so badly injured in that match. Uh, I love it. And also, the reason they, it surrenders is because it's a war. And, uh... uh. And, uh... Bob was trying to point out an I quit match, which is not a submission match. It's an I quit match because you have to verbally say I quit. It's different. Submission match is one where you tap out or say you quit. Man, what if Alistair Black and Velveteen Dream was a say my name match? It only goes one way. No, well, you know, just Velveteen Dream can't say Alistair's name. That's... That's a little too sexual. Sorry. I mean, we don't want anything sexual associated with the Velveteen Dream. No, no, yeah, especially because John keeps pointing out that the crowd is kind of heelish, you know, like getting heel heat to him for the wrong reasons. Oh, I'm well aware of why Velveteen Dream gets heel heat, and Uh, I don't love that, but I do love the Velveteen Dream character. Also, remember, they're going to be in Texas. Yeah. All the more reason why Velveteen Dream and Aleister Black should just fuck in the middle of the ring. Do a, like... Like, Edge and Lita this Do you want to burn down the arena before Survivor Series? Because that's how you do that. (laughs) Sir. Like, like, just, like, just, it, like, uh, it's like, Aleister Black is just like, I'm not gonna say your name, but I'm gonna scream it. You you need to stop this. (laughs) Because the War Games, which we're trying to get back to, is the Authors of Pain and Roderick Strong against Sanity, against Undisputed Era. 
which includes Adam Cole, baby. Uh, Sanity should win. They're the tag champs. No, they're... Wait, who, Sanity? Yeah, they yeah. are the tag champs, but... Have you seen Adam Cole, baby? Yeah, I have seen Adam He's the Cole. hottest new signing. Yeah. Yeah. Adam Cole, baby. I think I think Undisputed Era is going to win because yes. Roderick Strong is going to become the fourth member of the Undisputed Era. Baby. And, like, he's going to be the, just the last member of that Ring of Honor faction. He's going to turn on the Authors of Pain? Yeah. Or not turn on the Authors of Pain, but just, like, help him set, help out Undisputed Era and not Authors of Pain. I just want to hear Adam Cole say Adam Cole, baby. It's the best. The authors of Pain are the best because Paul Ellering is the best. Also, you know the thing they're doing with the, uh, the superstars when they're not in the double cage? They're in shark cages. Fuck, why? Because someone bought too many shark cages. One is too many shark cages. <laughs> oh come on! That shark, the shark cage match where where don't, no, don't they're not bringing up the Enzo one. It was bad. Uh, okay, Enzo lubing himself up was real good, but no, I'm talking wasn't. about I'm talking about uh, the shark cage match where Paul Ellering threw a chain at someone in the crowd by accident. That was the only good one because he was also like yelling commands from the from the cage, and it was fun. I was there live. And I brought a Mr. Dot Com sign. You're you're a bad person. I'm gonna bring that sign to Philadelphia. I'm gonna set it on fire. Please don't. I spent hours making that sign. That's really sad. Or I um, didn't spend hours. My friend spent hours making it, and I and it was based on one low quality image we could find of the Mr. Dot Com jacket. You're you're, you're no. We need to talk about Survivor Series because that's the that's the main dish. It's a six hour, six plus hour extravaganza on Sunday. I mean, the one I was at ended at like three and a half hours. Yeah, because Brock Lesnar, because they went to throw you off at Brock Lesnar and uh, and uh, Goldberg. Which, if you really believe Brock Lesnar and Goldberg was going to go thirty minutes and be a Matt classic. I I didn't know what to expect. I was I was in Mexico at the time, and I was watching that on my iPad. And when that match happened, I just realized, what the fuck? It was the best. Being there live was so good. I was at the last time they fought before that, and no, that was bad times. Yeah, I got a good Brock Lesnar Goldberg match. No, you didn't. The good one was at WrestleMania. That was also a very good one. But I basic I got like. I got 1990s Goldberg spearing a motherfucker into oblivion. Eh. We need to talk about this year's Survivor Series, though. Yeah. Which is is going to be six plus hours because if you watch, if you look at the schedule on their website, they got a some they have a post show type thing with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Sure, why not? It's going to be forever. Uh, part of this forever is the kickoff match, which is Enzo Amore versus Kalisto. Kalisto's gonna win. No, he's not. Kalisto's gonna win, because Enzo got the win on Raw. 
And whoever and Kalisto, stands... And Kalisto got the win on 205 Live. 205 Live doesn't count. That's not a real show. It, it When it comes to this stupid fucking division, it sure counts. I've never heard of two. I've never heard of this 205 Live. What What's this? I don't know. It's, it's the thing that killed the Talking Smack. Remember that great show? Yeah. It used to be alive. Um... Still mad about it. I know you are. So you're picking Kalisto. I'm picking Enzo. Uh, the Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss against the SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair. Charlotte. Hell yeah! Please beat Alexa. Now here's the crazy thing. Imagine this. Here's my prediction. Charlotte is going to be Alexa Bliss. And then, Carmella's going to show up. And she's going to cash in on Alexa. Yeah, I could see that. Becoming the new Raw Women's Champion. And switching brands. Because, here's the thing, because I had this idea, but the only thing, like, I had this earlier in the day, I was like, that's what I think is going to happen. The only problem is, what do you do with James Ellsworth? You just fire him. And they fired him. And I'm like, that solves that problem. Boom. Now I have my prediction. Um, yeah, no, I could see that happening. Um, because, yeah, SmackDown definitely needs less women. No, but here's here's the thing. Oh, good. Alexa Bliss gets to beat all the SmackDown women. Oh, Alexa's was already here. She's staying on Raw. Okay. But, uh... So you're, we're both picking Charlotte, right? Because now yes. we're going to talk about the women's Survivor Series elimination match. Because Where you think Paige is going to be the fifth woman, right? Well, they don't have a fifth woman currently because it's Becky Lynch, Carmella, Naomi, Tamina, and to be announced. Yeah. They have not announced it's going to be Natalia. If they go the route I'm thinking, Natalia will get that spot. But they Carm- and if th- this match is after the, uh, the women's champion... Versus champion match, Carmella is suddenly out of that match because she's moved to Raw. Then you put Paige in there, or because, because they need more women on SmackDown. Or uh, Carmella is still in that match, but she basically costs Raw, or she costs SmackDown the victory because she just refuses to fight her own brand. I can see that. No, because champions can't be in that match. But the match was already... But it's why why Charlotte's out. The match was already booked before she was champion, though. Yeah, the the match was already booked with Natalia. I mean, with uh, Charlotte in the match before the other match, and then things changed. Or what if it's like a surprise return from Nikki Bella? Nope, that's, that's absolutely not happening. We're not doing SummerSlam again. <laughs> what if it's Eva Marie rehired? Shut your shut your damn mouth. Stop being stop being stop being bad. Stop having bad ideas. Um, stop, stop being a bad person. Because my other thing is if this doesn't happen, the whole cashing thing, then Natalia will think she's in the match and then will be replaced by Paige. Oh Either you way, Paige like, is gonna be on SmackDown. You mean like last year at Survivor Series when Natalia was mm-hmm. a last-minute addition into the match? Yes, but she's going to be flipped on her and Paige is going to be the last-minute addition. All right. 
Also, I think SmackDown's going to win. I think Raw's going to win because nobody is ready for Asuka. I think Asuka is going to be disqualified. Uh, I don't see them having Asuka lose in any form. I don't think until... they're going to count this. Uh, I uh... Also, you may not know this. Asuka has lost in NXT. Shh. He lost in a battle royal. That was won by Eva Marie. Yeah. Okay. So do you want so so do you want that to count? Do you want Eva Marie to be the person that dethroned Oscar? No, I'm, I'm saying that doesn't count, and this isn't going to count. I don't know. This is a match that people will have actually seen. Well, they might uh, be in the bathroom, boring it. Uh. But like, this is a match that's on a major pay per view, the Eva Marie Battle Royal. This is the same company that totally ruined Charlotte Flair's undefeated pay-per-view streak for no reason. Uh, yes, true. Um, but no, they, I they think... don't give a shit. I think Raw's gonna win because Oscar's just gonna kill everyone. Okay, that, that's your prediction. I think that uh, SmackDown's gonna win, led by a returning page. Uh, we got the Shield against the New Day. Shield. As much as I hate it, the, the Shield's gonna win. They're not going to have the Shield lose their first... They're not going to have the original Shield lose their first pay-per-view match back. Yeah, I know, but what if Big E pinned Dean Ambrose? It would make me so happy. And then and then Big E makes Roman Reigns eat his own shit. Hell yeah, dude. Because it's cuffing season. Roman Reigns is going to eat his own shit. I mean, you pay your nine ninety nine, you got to get your money's worth. Oh, and I can't have my Alistair Black Velvety Dream Fantasy? No, because people in Texas are into shit-eating. They're, they're not into same-sex sex. Interracial same-sex sex. That's even worse. See, you're making this even worse. Stop it. Champion versus champion. Brock Lesnar against AJ Styles. Brock Lesnar. AJ Styles. Fuck you. That's why... <laughs> Fuck Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is gonna win. As much as I love AJ Styles, if yeah. Braun Strowman couldn't beat Brock Lesnar, then AJ Styles sure as shit isn't. Also, uh, Bubba asked a question about the, the Money in the Bank briefcase <laughs> that we were talking about earlier. And asked if it's an open contract, and he, the answer is, they never... They can change it whenever they want, because it doesn't matter. Because... If you remember with Chris Benoit, yes, I'm going to bring him up. When he won the Royal Rumble that I went to, that no one remembers, for obvious reasons, he was on SmackDown, and it was originally for a a championship opportunity on your brand until he changed it up. And and then it became for whatever whatever world title. Whereas this contract, I believe they can say it's for a women's championship opportunity. But it never specified, they can say it never specified which. So, what you're saying is that Carmella is the Chris Benoit of the women's division. Nope. Why are you putting bad. You're just making this the worst. I am (laughs) never inviting you back until I'm desperate. I'm amazed you invited me on in the first place. I I wanted, I, I said I wanted to burn this motherfucker down. I did not expect it to go up in flames this quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bear. Ha- 
How about tag champ? tag champ versus tag champ? It's uh, Cesaro and Sheamus against the Usos. Uh, the bar. I'm gonna say the Usos because they're they're just the best team going right now. Best promos, best in ring work. But I think the Usos can afford the loss. Just because they can afford it doesn't mean they should. They should be rewarded. The bar are terrible. They were put into this match to lose. Because they always lose. The bar need a win more than the Usos need a win. No one needs a win because this is a brand versus brand thing, so it doesn't matter. No, I think it still matters. I don't think it does. I think the Usos are going to win. Um, how about the Miz versus Baron Corbin? The Miz. Yeah. Because the Miz-Tourage are going to help. And because the Miz is actually interesting. And, Miz- and, and the Miz didn't insult anyone in the military. But what if Baron Corbin cheated and won? And just to piss everyone off. Be really good. What if they what if they did an inverse of what happened at last year's Survivor series and Kalisto just punches Baron Corbin in the crotch? Kalisto is in two oh five live now, so he does not exist outside of it. Uh last uh last year was in the cruiserweight match and He was uh, not part of the brand. He was a SmackDown superstar trying to steal the title and the entire division. There was no 205 last year. Yes, yes, there was. No, there wasn't. It last year was before the premiere of 205. I thought this was them trying no. to steal the division. No, they were trying to steal the cruiserweight division, but everyone thought that that's what was going to happen because 205 Live was set to premiere soon, and it would make sense oh, to Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, okay, so it was, I was close enough. Point is... He exists in, in the 205 Live land now, so he doesn't exist outside of it. Baron okay. Corbin's going to cheat the win and piss everyone off. It's going to be delightful. And you're picking the Miz. Yeah, so here's a question. Which match on the card? It's the 20th anniversary of the Montreal Screwjob. Which match on the card ends in the Montreal Screwjob? They're not Montreal. But it's the 20th anniversary. Fine, the Enzo match. All right, I'd be okay with that. Because who fucking cares about that match? Um, the one they what, can pull it off on. What if the Brock Lesnar AJ Styles match ends in a dual homage to that and the Timekeeper shenanigans from that SummerSlam? And and the the Timekeeper is one of the same brothers. Yes. Okay. Yes. There you go. Okay, sure. Why not? I was there during that 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 uh, <laughs> weird tap out thing, and that that upsets me. Yeah, Cause, cause I been... saw I saw that tap out. You were at two consecutive upsetting Brock Lesnar SummerSlam main events. I almost went to three. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I, the, this year's SummerSlam main event with Brock Lesnar was great because it didn't involve him bashing someone's head in until the blood pooled out. I'm still haunted by that. 
just so you know, like that legitimately was upsetting because he legitimately <laughs> did that, and I watched it. I don't blame you. That was a disturbing. That was a, few feet, that was a few feet away from me. I saw him do that for realsies, and it was not fun. That was a disturbing visual to watch on TV. He was. I was disturbed all the way back to the hotel. Yeah, I was like, "That's." I get down to the job. I'm like, "That really fucking happened. That was fucked up." Yeah, and he then legitimately it, tried to kill that man. And then it set up a, a Shane McMahon Brock Lesnar match that never happened. Good. Shouldn't have. Um, we have one more match to talk about, by the way. It's uh, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown for the men. We already know who's on each team. Uh, I think Team Raw is going to take this one because... I think Team SmackDown's going to take it. Because of the because of Triple H. I'm going to say Team SmackDown's going to take it because of John Cena. Uh, fair, but I don't know. John Cena's in his I'm putting over people phase. Yeah, but he's also John Cena. When's and the last not... time? When's the last time Cena won a won a match? Oh, he beat oh, AJ Baron, Styles. Baron Corbin at SummerSlam. Yeah, he, that was recent too. He he's like I'm not putting over Baron Corbin. Um, yeah, no Triple H. But I mean, John Cena has lost has only won like two matches this year. Three. Yeah, but here, here. Let me let me put it to you this way. Team Raw loses. Uh, Stephanie goes to fire Kurt Angle. Jason Jordan steps in to try to stop it, but then it turns on Kurt Angle and not, and takes him out and joins the Authority. And the the Authority run the show now. I mean, I'd be into that, but then also thirty minute Authority promos. You're getting them anyway. Just accept it. Okay, but if you thought Seth Rollins was bad doing the 30-minute authority promos, Jason Jordan doing the 30-minute authority promos. Oh, hey, consider this. I'm the SmackDown editor. I want the worst for Raw. You know if the worst happens to Raw, though, that, um... Don't, don't, no, don't do this. That, uh, don't say might... this is going to affect SmackDown, because it won't. It will only make SmackDown better. No, but well, what if they realize? Oh, well, SmackDown's way better than Raw, so let's just move all the SmackDown people to Raw. Then SmackDown will do what they always do and build up new talent. To be what if we turned Raw into a sort of super show featuring talent from Raw and SmackDown? Oh, no, we're not doing that again. You're not ending the brand split. The brand split is good. I always thought it was good when they actually uh, cared about it. Yeah, I mean, what if in an effort to uh, boost sagging ratings, they decide that every week SmackDown Live should have a guest host? They only have two hours. Stop it. <laughs> hey, Raw was only two hours during the guest host era. They're they're going to give all that bullshit to Raw because people, the casual people actually watch Raw. That's why they get the better ratings. Leave leave my show alone. It's fine. <laughs> and you know what? This podcast is fine. <laughs> I like this podcast. I understand I am saying this while I am sitting at a table with a mug as everything is on fire around me. <laughs> this is fine. This podcast is fine. <laughs> everything is just dandy. This podcast is great. I am I don't regret anything that's happened tonight. <laughs> 
including all the dark shit that you've said, <laughs> the fact that you exist, or the fact that I was the one that invited you on the show. <laughs> Everything is just wonderful. Thank you, Oscar, for being on this show. Thank you for having me. Please go fuck yourself. <laughs> and that and that is it for Kill Turn. <laughs> this is a production of Pro Wrestling Not Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. I thought I was saying that line. Nope, you've lost your chance at the beginning and now you never get to say it. We, Fair. We, we, we aired this show, which is not nearly as terrible as tonight, every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash ozoneonline and on YouTube at our prowrestling.cool YouTube channel. We don't have a fancy URL for that yet. Hopefully they give us one soon. And uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at PWDOTC or at The Heel Turn on Twitter. Or you can go on Facebook, facebook.com slash PWDOTC. Because we have to spell out the word dot. Um, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash PWC where for just a dollar a month you can get a month's worth of show notes. All the... All the stuff that we've put out in the past, all the stuff that we put out in the future, as long as you're subscribed. Really, and I provided just this week alone a month's worth of show notes. It's it's true. It's 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 very excessive. <laughs> if if you subscribe for five dollars a month, you get an opportunity to be a guest on our pre-show, where we where Oscar has done a few times, where you get to chat with me about your wrestling takes, being a $5 subscriber does not get you to be on the actual show proper because this was a mistake that I regret for the rest of my life. I'll see you in January. I, I don't know about that anymore. <laughs> well, then I, send send me my money back. Nope, that's my money now. <laughs> you, you did not read the contract. <laughs> be prepared to go to Canada court. We actually, uh, we actually like our people. Hashtag Canada Court. And, uh, of course, if you subscribe to Patreon for $9.99 a month, you get our fancy booking premium podcast, which is a improv exercise in making a way better show than WWE ever could. For about the same price. It's fun. <laughs> Definitely check it out. Um, you can follow me personally on Twitter at the underscore ozone. And uh, Oscar, where can they follow you for more nightmares? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Osaga the Great, and you can follow me on Twitch at Osaga the Great. Uh, don't, don't do this. If uh, you follow. like this nightmare, uh, nope. in December, nope. Nope. Amanda, my roommate Amanda and I will be streaming another game. Is it Final Fantasy again? We. It might be Final Fantasy. Oh, uh, it might be a Persona. It might be a should, Life is Strange. It should be Cuphead. Uh, no, I'm you, bad at Cuphead. Yeah, that's that's the point. Everyone's bad at Cuphead. But it would not be a fun stream. Oh, I'd have a great time. Just you living in a personal hell of constantly being killed by things. I couldn't <laughs> think of anything better. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, also, one day I will stream my uh, WWE 2K18 storyline. Please, for the love of God, don't don't unleash that upon the world. They're not ready. No <laughs> one is my, ready. It's my magnum opus. 
And if you wonder what his magnum opus is, you can get a general idea by listening to this podcast. <laughs> Oscar, I wish I could say thank you for being on the show. You're welcome. But I said I wish I could. I am, I refuse to because this is the worst decision of my life. <laughs> well, maybe just have me on. I'm rather not in the future. I, I Maybe I should just never have you <laughs> exist. On this planet. <laughs> I don't know, you're laughing. That's all that matters. Shut up, I'm laughing at myself more so than you. <laughs> Thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another episode with, with John, thank God. And until then, y'all come back now, you hear. I promise this podcast is usually better. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.